Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. So petty, but God, he knows his daughter. He knows me, so. 
Girl, I like that because I'm like that too. <laughs> I yeah, I had a great daddy in my life, and I was like that by him. And so, yes. Yeah, me too. So the Lord mm-hmm. is like that with me too. I, he's my daddy. <laughs> all right, all right. I miss talking to you and hearing all the wonderful things that go on. So thank God for um, social media. You know, I really appreciate God for allowing it to be invented for us. Yeah, yes, you better believe it. And I, I try to stay on top of it and not be a dinosaur <laughs> and try my best <laughs> to understand it and jump on in there with it as much as I possibly can because it is an awesome, awesome tool for us to connect and communicate with people all over this beautiful world that God has created. Girl, yes. yes. Let's talk about your recent um, endeavor, and that's what your GoFundMe project that you have. Let's kind of talk about that, and then we'll kind of catch up along the way with some other things that you're working on and that you've done in the past. Oh, girl, I'm ready to go. I am ready to talk about it. You can hear the passion in my voice when I talk about this, and sometimes I get loud and excited, and my executive director, she's sitting here beside me. She has to calm me down, give me hand motions. Just, <laughs> calm down, calm down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we're uh, so, spirit, so let's just make it happen. Let's go, because we're talking about women empowerment. And usually when people say women empowerment, Francine, they're talking about, you know, what they consider to be successful women giving back or leading the way. And we tend to forget a, a big population of this world when we speak of women empowerment. That's why I still wanted to name it women empowerment, although people don't consider this part of the population when it comes to empowerment. But I'm so glad for you leading the way because it changed my mind thought as well and said, you know what, that is so true. That is true. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a good lead-in for your GoFundMe project. Exactly. Uh, I, I have no idea how it happened, but it happened right in front of our eyes, the devastating dilemma of homelessness right here in this country, the United States of America, the land of the plenty, land of the free. But yet right here in our country where we lo- that we love and where we live, over 65% of the homeless in this country are women and women with two and three children. So right next Beside us sitting in church or standing in the grocery store with uh, the person in front of us or behind us, guess what? They're in a homeless situation. On our website, we have a a model there that shows the faces of the homeless. Who are these homeless people then? Are they people who are standing on the corner with a sign, feed me, I work for food? No, not necessarily. There is a population like that out there, too, but there's another whole population of women with children who have found themselves in a homeless situation because they're having to, they've lost their home, their shelters, so they're faced to have to go live with someone else if they have someone else. A lot of these people don't, women don't even have someone else that they can go live with, like a, uh, their parents or relative members or our friends, but the the statistics are devastating to show how many women really are living in a situation which is defined as homeless. Women who are living in cars. We met a uh, a lady who had been living under a bridge for three years. She and her daughter, and was sending her daughter to school every day. No one knew they were living under a bridge. She did not want her daughter to get caught up into the foster care system because it's too. Uh, uh, hard to get them back once you have released them. 
And so she made sure that her daughter was in school every day, clean at school. And guess what? That was in school was where that daughter was getting fed a, a full course meal every day. I could tell you story after story after story of that because that's what opened up my eyes. I've been in the church all my life. I have no other stories to tell. I come from four generations, and I have always strived to do that which is right and to be a servant in the house of God. But even after all of that, since I have been involved in this project with the homeless, my eyes have opened up to see there's a greater job that we need to do to be able to be the miracle for these women, to be the miracle, to be the hands of God, to be the voice of God, and show these women how God still is a miracle worker, how God is still there, no matter what has happened in your life, because, you know, that's the big question. God, where were you when I was going through this? Where were you when I was being put on the street? Where were you when my kids were being taken away from me? Where were you, God, when I was being abused? We in the body of Christ must, Bring them back to the reality of God, their creator, and their maker. And so so that's how I got caught up into this project I'm working on now with Project Up. I went into the You know, I'm an author, and I've written several books, and one of the books I wrote um, out of many was a personal development book, self-help books called Pathways for Life, 25 Principles for Finding Your Truth for Success and Happiness. And I have to admit, when I first wrote that book, that was before I had gotten involved with the homeless. I'd had no clue what I was really writing. But every time I write, I totally yield myself to the inspiration of God to talk to me, to put those words on those pages. It's just not my opinions and my philosophies, but I want to make sure that the words on the pages in my books are are healing words, that they are words of encouragement and words of edification and empowerment. And so when I wrote that book uh, and and I finished it, my daughter recommended that, Mama, you know what, you should start volunteering in the women's shelters and taking those books in there and training, uh, doing training classes for the women in the shelters. So that's what I did. And so, after so your got, daughter is the person that uh, introduced you to what you're currently doing. Wow. Exactly. Daughter inspired wow, me to do that. that. She's a mm. wonderful, wonderful person. And so she inspired me to go in and start teaching the classes. So I started volunteering twice a month to just go in and teach classes. And Loretta, I tell you, I can see when the light bulb just goes off in the women's countenance, in their face, in their eyes, in their body posture, when it's just the aha moment that makes them realize, so that's why I had to go through this. God was trying to mold me into being something bigger than I could have ever imagined because now I am a victor instead of a victim. And I see it. It is so rewarding when I see that happen to, the, to these women right in the shelters. And so we help them right in the shelters find their their passion, find their purpose, and then how to master that purpose and turn it into something 
powerful and wonderful that now when they walk out of that shelter, they walk out of a whole new person. Because it's our goal to end this thing, that they will never find themselves back into that situation again, back into a homeless situation. Because you know, don't get me started now about preaching about <laughs> You know well, they but not so on this earth um, and not empower us with the tools on the inside yeah. of us to be <laughs> his hands here on this earth. That's the whole purpose. I don't care what kind of degrees we get. I got four of them hanging on the wall, but that's nothing but paper. I don't care where we go on this earth. Our ultimate purpose is to be God's hands, to be the miracle that we pray for. The miracle can only happen when we pray through a person. And so many people, if they have not been taught that, I don't care how long they've been in the church, if they have not been taught that, then guess what? They're going to keep praying to God and asking for all of for material things. And, that's, you know, don't get me wrong, material things are nice. But they will just get hung up there instead of realizing that God blesses us so we can be a blessing. And so that's what GoFundMe is about, GoFundMe.com. You go on there and Pathways for Life um, projects up. If that's what this money is for, because once we got into the shelters and taught, started teaching the classes, we realized, wait a minute, you know, that scripture about money answers all things, we need some money to really <laughs> help impact these women's lives. And to, So when they walk out of the comfort of the shelter, the, while they're in the shelter, they have three meals a day. They have a roof over their head and a warm bed to sleep in. But when they walk back out of the shelter, that's when they really do need us. And so we started a project called the, the Meal Project Up, and the scholarships that we give, uh, we work directly with the directors of the centers, uh, the shelters, and we named it after my my dear mother, Mildred T. Hash Torch Award, who has given her life for humanitarian services, given her life to the work of the ministry. And um, so if Maya Angelou can have an award named after her, and I could go down the list of all the great leaders in our country who have awards named and scholarships named after them, then, hey, we can have one named after Mildred T. Hash, too. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> That's why we named it the Mildred T. Hash Torture Award, so that the, her legacy of love can continue on from generation to generation for homeless women with children living in shelters. Can you imagine that picture? Homeless. I couldn't imagine it until a few years ago, Francine. That's what I was going to share. I never, ever dreamed in my wildest dream that there were children who mm-hmm. were homeless until about maybe five years ago now. I, mm-hmm. never, I can't even conceive it. I cannot conceive it. But then I started doing some research, and like you said, the, the population of families, mm-hmm. and then there's a population of moms with children, and it's a huge, like you said, devastating number. I just I could not wrap my heart around it. It was just too painful for me to even mm-hmm. to even think about it. So I can't even imagine how moms are feeling, but I know God gives grace and strength wherever we need it, to whoever exactly. needs it. So, exactly. I'm, I mean, even thinking about it now, it just blows me away that there are families, especially, and one of my sons said it best. I can't remember which one or how old he was. He, they were very young when we had this conversation. They couldn't understand why there were empty houses and homeless people. Mm-hmm. Empty exactly. houses and homeless people. Empty mm-hmm. houses that nobody lived in, nobody knew who owned them, nobody took care of them. They were just rotting. They were just eyesores. And then mm-hmm. you have homeless people. 
And this is mm-hmm. from a child. They may have been, you know, preteen when he when he noticed this, and he just has not gotten over the fact that there are empty houses, empty buildings, and empty families. You know, Thanks. empty because they don't have a home, a place to call their own, and they're not asking for you know mansions and these big zip codes where the you know the big you know million dollar homes are. These hey, people deserve. They deserve a home, a house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't understand. So I, I admire people who, you know, who give, people who are on a mission because everybody's called to something to change this world in some kind of way. You know, exactly. we all are. And, you know, and that's why I wanted to have this show with you because maybe somebody will say, oh, you know what, I've always wanted to or I, I, I can do something, I can help. So we need to empower these. Don't just give them a house. But in addition to providing housing and safe environments, give them some tools so that they don't have to, you know, walk that road ever again, and then they can go back and help and bring other families out of homelessness. Exactly. So I love how you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly our model. If they go on our website, teamprojectup.org, then they can click on our model and see that's exactly what we're doing while they're in the uh, safe harbor of the shelters, we are teaching and training them. And like I was telling you about that light bulb goes off because we're not playing. This is no game. We are serious about what we're doing. So when we're in that shelter, we're teaching them and training them how, uh, who they are and how do they get into this situation. And we're teaching them about personalities and we're teaching them about uh, uh, who they are in the sight of God and how special they are because we're not just preaching to them, but we're also teaching them how to take the gifting that God put on the inside of them. If you are a cookie maker, by golly, you're going to be the best cookie maker in the world because Mm -hmm. that's the gift that God has put inside of you so that you can now walk out of here and make thousands of cookies (laughs) and sell them so that you can keep a roof over your head. So we show them how to uh, turn that into a business. And whatever their gifts are, we we help them to believe in themselves again because some of them come from families and all they ever heard were negative things about themselves and they ended up having low self-esteem. So Mm -hmm. while they're in the shelter where – some of them, when they first come to our classes, they act like, oh, God, here I go again. I don't really want to be here. But <laughs> And I understand that. Because, but eventually yeah. we see that light go off in them, and so their body posture changes, and now they have hope. They know. We teach them how to get their own, their tax ID number, start their own businesses, and, and, and if they can't find a job, make a job. And so this is because uh, our goal, as you said, is to end this thing so that they don't have to find themselves right back into the same position. And and so on in our website, they can also see the faces of homeless well, homelessness. Well, who are these women? How do they end up homeless? Well, when you take a look at our economy and all of dev- the devastating things that have happened with bombings and uh, fires and uh, floods, even down in uh, uh, New Orleans, People are still living in those little old bitty trailers because uh, uh, FEMA hasn't been able to raise enough money to get them out of those situations. People are still living in their cars down in when I go to Miami. There's a whole camp of people who drive up in their cars and live in a tent and then drive out every day and put their kids. School buses are driving up at uh, hotels now. (laughs) 
because people have lost their homes. Their factories have left here. So the common people don't have a place to work anymore because there are not any factories. These are the faces of the homeless. And so, yes, that's what GoFundMe is about, GoFundMe.com. I'm telling everybody that's on this call, anybody, anybody, and everybody, this is all of us, we have about 65 volunteers. I don't get paid to do this. This is just a call and a passion that God has put in our hands to do. My executive director is sitting right here uh, beside me, and this is our passion. This is what we will be doing until God calls us home or calls us to do something otherwise is to be an advocate for homeless women and women with children. Somebody say, well, what about the men? Well, no, God told us to deal with homeless women and women with children. Get mamas and their children back together. Get them stabilized because at the end of the day, mamas and children, (laughs) we really are the ones that really ruling the world. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. It's hard work and it's a lot of work, so we really are encouraging. Well, you may say, well, I don't have the gift of speaking to women. I don't know how to empower them. Okay, that's fine, but you do have a gift, something you can share. And you know what? You can you can donate a dollar. You know, mm-hmm. everybody can find a dollar in their sofa, in their car, on the floor. You know, we just have so much abundance of change. We, we tend to forget those who live off change every day. So mm-hmm. your change can help save somebody's life. So, you know, and mm-hmm. if you don't have a car, go to somebody who has a car and say, look, I want to donate this dollar, this $100. I don't have a car. Can you put this on your car so I can donate to go to a project, you know, Ms. Francine has. So there's mm-hmm. ways of, of helping. You don't have to have everything. But I promise you, if you give to somebody, and this sounds like a TBN reach out commercial now or something, but <laughs> if you, if you exactly. don't have a dollar, if you don't have $50, you have a dollar. If you don't have a dollar, you have $2 or whatever, or borrow. You know what? Tell them, look, I want to help if God's putting it on your heart. Because we can all help. Just think of everybody. We have, you know, uh, over 100,000 listeners. Mm-hmm. So if even if people just gave 50 cents, you know, you can help. And I know there are a lot of projects out there, and we respect that. But we mm-hmm. really want your help with this project. So mm-hmm. when you're listening, whether you're listening today live or you're listening in car- archive a week from today, a month from today, you can still find um, – Francine Hash and donate to her cause because she's doing what she's been called to do. Everybody has a calling. You do too, so you got to support somebody. You got to help. You can't just mm-hmm. sit in the world and, you know, have your own pity party. One of my good friends said this to me. Um, she wasn't saying it to me. She was just saying it was something that she was telling somebody. And she said, kick pity out and let the party stay. So don't mm-hmm. do pity parties. And I thought that was just so cute. I never thought of it that way. So kick the pity out when you're trying to have a pity party so you can just have a party. Mm-hmm. And so you can help people. Francine is doing all the hard work. She's doing the hard work. All she's asking is us is to get involved. And I promise you, it not only changes those families, but it changes you when you yep. help people. Mm-hmm. And Loretta, they can go out. We have a wonderful website, uh, Totally Volunteers. Our organization is totally run by volunteers. Companies that have come to the uh, forefront and said, yes, we believe in your cause, and we are supporting you through donating our company to you. So uh, a company has donated uh, building our website for us, and it's an awesome website. So they can go to Team Project Up, T-E-A-M-T-P-R-O-J-E-C-T-U-P.org, org, and it 
spells it all out, very user-friendly, very easy to understand what our cause is and how we plan to uh, play out our uh, and run this mission and make this mission become a reality. It shows everyone, if you want to get involved as a volunteer, we have volunteers all over the country. Uh, come, upcoming soon, we're going to have a um, link out there where if you want to start a project up, affiliate group in your city, we will show you how to do that. Um, we have uh, opportunities on the website if they want to host a fundraiser activity. Um, they can do that right anywhere in the country, and we will show them how to do that. Um, they, it's out there on the website if they want to become a volunteer or just want to donate, like you said, a dollar a month, $5 a month, just wherever you are, and you can do it. Click on Recurring so that it will automatically come out of your uh, for your credit card or checking account. and But it's all there for you at teenprojectup.org because we are totally serious about this project. And when we all get involved and unite ourselves, believe me, we can make a difference. We can end this thing called homelessness for women. We don't have to wait on our government. Thank God that we live in the United States and we have a great government. But we don't have to wait on our government. There are some things we can take charge of and go in here and help help our own selves with, and this is one of them. It's Project Up. Uh, before, uh, I do want to tell you this, though. we got a great fundraiser coming up uh, June 21st and 22nd. Uh, another wonderful, ta- multi-talented person who owns uh, Kristen Theater Alliance, has turned um, a book that I wrote back in 2005 called Building God's House, and they've turned it into a stage play. And on June 21st and June 22nd, um, there will be this play will be uh, held here in Winston-Salem at um, at Mineral Springs Auditorium. And the address, my executive director is getting it for me. What is it, Dory? 4559 Ockburn Avenue. 4559 Ockburn Avenue in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You can go to our website and purchase tickets at teenprojectup.org. I mean, the pageantry, the music, the dance, the the scenery is going, it's just beautiful. It's the story of the Reuben K. and Mildred T. Hash story. Uh, My father's been in heaven for over 20 years now, but during the era this play is going to show the era all the way back into the 20s and uh, during the era of the 60s when the, uh, the um, ministers were the community advocates at that time before we are privileged to have so many African-American uh, politicians that we have now. But, um, okay. but my, it's going to show that total history leading up to today of the humanitarian services that we all can give. And I guess that's where I got the gift from. To work, to work in the community, even though I've been in behind the desk for so many years, but God has graced me now to push away from that desk and get into the community and really roll my sleeves up and get out there and help those that are underserved. So, um, so yeah, we invite everyone to go on the website and get your tickets. The house is going to be packed, so get your tickets early um, uh, for this stage play, Building God's House. Uh, on June 21st and June 22nd. The tickets are $20 pre-sale, $25 at the door, and so it probably won't be any at-the-door tickets (laughs) because we're (laughs) here.
sure that they're all sold out. Uh, uh, the pre-sale tickets are going to be sold out. So, um, so Doris, did I cover everything? Yes, ma'am. I tell you, you're talking about having one of the world's greatest executive directors. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We should all be so blessed. We should all. Yeah. I'm, I've been executive director of my foundation for girls for the last five years. I am so ready to turn it over to an amazing person who um, you is, you know, they're a go-getter. They don't take no unless you tell them five times and, you know, just go and make stuff happen. So mm-hmm. you are very blessed and fortunate, and I commend your executive director for Because you, you said several times how much you depend on her, how much, you know, how wonderful she is. So that's good. And she's saying it publicly, so I can only imagine the kudos she sends to you uh, in oh, private. Yeah. So that's how it's supposed to work, because we cannot do what God has called us to do by ourselves. There's no way. It's always going to be too big for us if it's him who called us to it. Exactly. It's, that's why I don't put. I hardly ever put my name on anything because it's all about what God has called us to do. I want people to get mm-hmm. locked into what we're doing, not who I yeah. am. You know. Yeah. You know, my resume is prestigious, and I thank God for it. But hey, forget that, because what really matters is that we are putting our hands to the plow to be the miracle, for and be the hands and be the voice here for uh, for God <laughs> here on this. And that's what we're here for. So, yes, and I have to give a shout-out to all my other volunteers, too. We have about 65 or 70 other full-time. They're volunteering. Uh, no one is paid to do this project. They're volunteering because they believe in this cause, and they're, they have gotten behind our mission and um, volunteering all of their skills and, and time and talents to make all of this happen. So we just are very, very appreciative to God for uh, sending all these wonderful people to help us in this mission. That is so wonderful. Lord, uh, Francine, you know I am behind you in spirit, and anything I can do like help you get the word out, I definitely uh, would like to help you with that, and I commend you, and my prayers are going up for you, because when we're doing God's work, it can take away so much from us spiritually. Um, yeah. And I talked about this, so you have to take care of yourself, and we have to have people praying for you as yeah. well, and, and we do that. We are definitely connected with you. Can't wait to hear all about the new, the next time we get you back on the show when you have time to come update us. But it's all oh, about yeah. loving um, God through loving and helping people. That's how we love on God. That's how we make him happy is helping other people. So I just okay. encourage everybody to get involved with some kind of project outside of your your business, your family, your neighborhood. you got to do something bigger. You know, mm-hmm. you got to do something bigger. And there's work for all of us to do. So I commend you and everyone. Thank you so much for being our guest, Francine. And as always, thank you, everybody, for listening. Think positive. Dream big dreams. Help the one along the way. And we will see you all very, very soon. Have an incredible week. Bye-bye, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.